and welcome to season two, episode five of the Manic Podcast. I'm your host, Liam, and sitting opposite me, through the powers of the internet, he shines bright like a diamond. It's Tobias. I am glittery, but not like I, a vampire. Well, I Don't almost said ridiculous. he shimmers like a vampire in oh, the I, sunlight, I, I, and then I, I changed it because I, I was like, no, he shimmies <laughs> like Rick Astley at a disco. I'm never going to give you up. Never. Um... May let us down. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. He'll never turn around and hurt you. I don't believe that. I don't either. <laughs> I don't. The fact that he's, he's shimmying through the whole thing <laughs> makes it very untrustworthy. <laughs> uh, Liam, we're, well, as listeners hear this, we are about to enter a second lockdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, yeah. We never really stopped locking down. but <laughs> no, no. no, that is true. We are, at this point what is it four days away from the officially kicking in recording but when this comes out on wednesday if it does indeed come out on wednesday it'll be tomorrow future liam here today is thursday not wednesday yesterday was a busy day this podcast is slightly late but we are already in a uk lockdown i look out my window to the left and i see nothing except for sadness and regret whoop whoop Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. There must be locking downs. The military's been getting involved. Uh, you know what? I'm not really that fast. I'm like, yeah. we know the people who will break those rules anyway. Yeah. I mean, I've actually got, got more of the pain of, I've still got to go out to take the kids to school. You do, uh, but, right, they will be at school. That is true. So, yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to teach them. <laughs> no, but we'd already said that if if... We didn't have that. We were going to lock down somewhere else. All right. We were going to lock down with Amanda's mum because she's got a nice big empty house now. So we were basically in the same town as everyone for emergencies. But but we can't because uh, like if we basically if it was the first lockdown and we were having to like homeschool again, we could have gone okay. Let's because the cats are indoor cats anyway, so we could just take them along, and I'd have taken the consoles, the computer, and we'd have been fine. You know, it would have been there sorted for where, if it ends up being over Christmas as well. Who knows? I mean, at the moment, it's a month, isn't it? To see what happens. It's but... until December 1st. Yeah. So, um, just no, a reminder, we this... are in England. So if you're listening to us in America, yeah, you've got a whole different situation. Your president says it's not even a thing. Well, saying that, when this <laughs> comes out, I think, have you not got a different president by that point? It's... Oh, it's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Fourth. No, Election. you have. You might not have a different president. You might have the same president. But you might now have the crushing defeat feeling that you have the same president. <laughs> <laughs> unless you know, unless you support whoever's won. Of course, yes. Congratulations if you if your if your choice won. Congratulations, Mr. President, because it's yes. definitely going to be a male. It's definitely going to yes. be a white old unless, male. Unless there is a really really shocking twist to this election. <laughs> And actually, Joe Biden takes off his mask and it's Hillary Clinton all along. <laughs> but that's right, because then Trump pulls his mask off and it's actually Obama all this time. Ah, oh, but what if Obama lost this time because they thought oh, it was Trump? Can you imagine? <laughs> I think if Obama was going to run again in disguise, it wouldn't be as Trump. <laughs> I think Obama would just go, it's me, guys, it's me. <laughs> I, I, I've got more chance of winning this way. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, so let's steer away from the politi- political conversation we for some reason started. <laughs> Yes, and I'll tell you what, I know the first topic I want to discuss. Cool. Shoot for the moon, my friend. I will shoot for the moon, and I'll land upon The Walking Dead. Because upon our last topical episode, we had not seen 
the last episode. Oh, uh, do you know what? It's been long enough that I, I forgot that had happened. Yeah. Now in the sad, sad wait for the, for February. <laughs> well, we made predictions. I knew yeah. what was going to happen. You yeah. did not know what was going to no, happen. I made several predictions and then last minute called it with saying, you know what? It's a season finale, even if it wasn't officially a season finale now. They'll kill off the villain. And that's what they did. Uh, in a really bad, underwhelming <sighs> way. The problem is, Beta has been kind of put across as this huge, like truck of a man who yeah. is like this force to be reckoned with and he's generally been quite creepy and actually his actual move that killed him like double knife to the head was cool yes it but was i was waiting for and i voiced it on the podcast for a negan versus beta fight and there wasn't there was a rugby tackle to the ground followed by daryl knifing him in the in the head what makes it worse is I watched then Talking Dead afterwards and you had the three actors talking about all the stuff that they wanted to do. And then we're told, no, this is happening. Yeah. And it was like, I think everyone was a little bit disappointed. with. It was underwhelming, wasn't it? Yeah. Considering it was the death of the episode that we care about. We'd already had a big fight earlier on. Now, one rule in entertainment, (laughs) in creation of entertainment, is to not make your earlier fight better than the later fight. Was that the one where he ended up in an elevator shaft? Yes. but That, that was on... a good fight, and it was quite like, oh, wow. Yes. And that was just Daryl and Beta. Now, yeah. really what you wanted was a big old fight where actually Beta took on Negan, but then maybe even slightly beat Negan, so and then actually took on Daryl and slightly beat Daryl, and then Daryl and Negan realise they have to team up and then to take Beta. Judith pulls an Arya Stark, <laughs> comes out of the sky with a knife... <laughs> Out of the sky. Um, what Aya Stark did. <laughs> but the thing is, right? No one else of importance died. No, I can't even. Beatrice, is that the name? Who cares? I didn't even know that was her name. <laughs> she hadn't appeared for ages, and they brought her no. back to basically go, We need to kill someone. Oh, yeah. you'll do. Oh, you are our red coat. Yes. I mean, let's be honest. Father Gabriel is so lucky. Oh, that, yeah. You know, he had a bullet on his name with is his name on, on it. And is it, he on borrowed time? Well, he's dead in the comics. Yeah. Uh, well, but we, then so is Rosita. How's Rosita still alive? That, that is true. We know that there is definitely a Maggie Negan confrontation coming because it's been seen in a clip. I haven't seen the clip. I haven't. I haven't seen the clip. It, last time I checked, it wasn't available to listen to or in this country. Probably not. Um, but we know, right? So obviously it was a season finale. And if yeah. you look at it as a season finale, a bit disappointing. It was. But it's kind of okay because it's not anymore. We've got yeah. six more episodes coming. Do you know what? If it had started off as it ended up being just another episode, yeah. I could have dealt with that. Because actually, in a normal episode, having Baton killed off would have been cool. Yeah. But the fact that we'd waited so long for this finale, the knowledge that it actually wasn't now a finale doesn't mean anything. No. So no. it was massively underwhelming. And it kind of came out of it going, oh. We, as you said, we do know that there's going to be a Maggie and Negan and confrontation. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's going to be like the first of the six episodes. Yeah, it is. And I know that during that, Gabriel does make a point of saying that it's not a, n- nobody's made their mind up on Negan. It is a needs be situation. What I'm worried about is that these next few episodes are going to be fillers. Well, they are fillers. We know basically they are. Oh, no, you say that, but I actually don't believe that is technically what it is. Because they should be shooting. I mean, like, we should now be in season 11. Yeah. But actually, if you look, they've pushed everything to next year. 
um, and the and the year beyond. Season eleven is now going to be the last season, but yeah. it's got twenty four episodes, right? When normally they only have sixteen. Yeah. Now they've added these six episodes to season ten, but if you if you think about it a different way. You've got six episodes, add them to season 11, you've got about 30 episodes, which is really roughly the amount you'd get if it was season 11 and 12. Yeah. I think, really, they're the first six episodes of season 11. But they're being billed as the last six episodes. I think that is a better way to think of it until you then realise that that leaves what we've just seen as a finale. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I, it'll be, the thing is, it'll be incorporated as season 10. It'll come out on the same box set, presumably, and all that kind of stuff. So I hope That's that true. they're going to... I hope that they still have jeopardy. I hope that characters do die. Yeah. Because that, I know you shouldn't want main characters to die, but it's The Walking Dead. I expect them yeah. to die. If we finish those six episodes with nothing dramatic really changing, then they are fillers. Yes. Now, and also, they've just been penned to, to kill time. I've got a question. Because it's something I was thinking about today. Because I knew I was going to bring this up. I love questions. <laughs> right. Obviously, we know roughly, because I, I do. I don't know how in-depth you know about how the comic ends. Yeah, I know how the comic ends. Right. So, obviously, the last issue, there's a massive time jump. Mm. And we see Carl as an adult, got his own kid. And all all stuff goes on, right? But the important thing is, the like a previous couple of issues, Rick Grimes was killed. Yeah. Right now, do you think, with us now knowing that the series is going to end, mm. who's going to get the Rick Grimes death? Because we know that, that uh, Daryl and Carol have their own spin-off series coming, so they're they're safe. We assume, unless, and this was something I was thinking. I want to discuss what you thought about it. Mm-hmm. What if it doesn't tell us anything? Because their spin-off series could be set within the time jump. So therefore, it doesn't actually affect what would happen in the last episode. Or That'd be like clever, that. and actually, I'd like that. Because I mean, actually, it doesn't that say means... that Daryl wouldn't die, but no, but that that would be good because then actually, it would be good to kind of give Daryl the Rick death because then it's like not just falling onto Aaron, which is where I think it would end up going. I don't know. Yes, because I can't think of anyone else. But I tell you, there's another character who's rumored to have their own spin-off series. All right. Have you seen who might get their own spin-off series? No. Have a guess. Uh, oh no, I do know. It's Ezekiel. It is Ezekiel. Yeah, I have heard of him. Who, Actually, I uh, find that. I like Ezekiel, but at the same time, he's got like a neck tumor thing. <laughs> I would like to see the becoming Ezekiel, like the founding of being becoming the king, basically. You know, getting this tiger into the position of basically putting himself to where we know. So its natural end to the series would kind of be our introduction to the. That would be cool. Yeah. That, because that actually, work. obviously, you've got that cool thing of just coming in and being like, look, there's a king with dreadlocks and a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And we know who he is, he the zookeeper. He, that's how he had his introduction as yeah. to, the, to the tiger. So, yeah, that's one element. Otherwise, it would be a time jump thing. But you are right. He has got this neck tumor, which is kind of like a, a dampener. Like a, it feels like a time bomb, to be yeah. honest. Um, which which is... will be why he would be the only survivor. <laughs> Oh, I actually thought, because I ruled out Daryl from being the Rick death. I hadn't really thought about Aaron, because I thought, who will be the biggest death who we know, who don't know that they're getting a series? And I went, Negan. Yeah. Negan. 
Negan would make sense to take the Rick because actually his relationship he's building with Judith would fit the, the like Rick and... Thing, and then it makes logical sense anyway for Judith to become the new Carl. Yes, which I assume would be why they, yeah, they've yeah. done what they've done. Uh, so actually, I yeah, don't know. They've, of... they've actually made a very good conscious effort of killing every other male child off. <laughs> You're not the new Carl. Death to you. <laughs> We've got Judith. What it does do, though, because people are saying it about Daryl and Carol, it gives them plot armor. So if yeah. we think that Negan is going to get the Rick death, obviously that means he's going to die. But like the end of the season, he's going to make it to the end of season 11. Yeah. Also, that is us all assuming that the TV series does go the way of the comics and doesn't do its own thing. Well, it might do. But the thing is, we're just being introduced oh, to the Commonwealth. I just thought, what if they bring fear together and Morgan gets the Rick death? Right. Oh, he could. They could if they wanted to do that. Genuinely. We know he survived the end of season five. He's in season six, which is in the posters. Oh, yeah, but doesn't mean he's going to actually survive season six. Now, that is true. That is true. I mean, he does look rough on the posters. I know, but normally how a character starts off the series, they end up the opposite. <laughs> that is true, which means he'll, he'll be muscles at the end of it, swinging yeah. from a rope. <laughs> um, I mean, we could be... You're looking like that. There could be... Uh, it could be John Dory. Who knows? <laughs> it's true. Or Maggie. If she's it, coming back in as like a leader-y kind of main... Could, no. Oh, right. You see, I've got a little suspicion, and I might be completely wrong. Right. Because um, I've stopped going on the websites now, so I don't know what the chatter is. Okay. Um, we're be, Right. The, the leader of the Commonwealth is a character called Pamela Milton. Yeah. What if it's not Pamela? What if? Because we actually, as yet, haven't seen what Maggie's been up to. No. What if Maggie is the new Pamela and therefore technically the new villain for the final season? That'd be cool. Yes. So therefore, I mean, I know in the comics who kills Rick. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen because it's a, it's a character called Sebastian. If we if we meet a character called Sebastian, we yeah. know what he's destined to do. Just there's no one to, to do it. Yeah. Because there is a rumour, whether it's true or not, that Andrew Lincoln will return back to the series for the finale. Yeah. But yeah. he's got three films before that happens. <laughs> That's true. We haven't seen one of them. But I mean, to be honest, the natural kind of like ending may, it would make sense to bring everything together and have him return. Yeah. To kind of tie up the whole franchise, start end as you started and all that kind of thought. I tell you what's quite weird, and it's not normally how TV series do things. If a series has a spin-off, it's not normally with the lead character. No. It's normally a side character, which is weird that Daryl's getting his own series because he's suppose, our lead now. If you look at it from the angle of he doesn't exist in the comics, it kind of makes sense because they're not restricted by any existing storyline. Yeah, no, that's, that's true, except, you know... and Carol, yeah, It is odd, because he Carol, is now our lead. Yeah, but also, the films are Rick. These spin-off things from the main series are our leads that actually is like, why are we just not following you? I mean, the, the spin-off that I really want to see is the Eugene spin-off. So it's just our episodes of him being confused about everything. <laughs> and just doing really long uh, like monologues into microphones. Right. It's cool no, accent. I can tell you what. I read, I read so much where people, people gave up Walking Dead when Carl died and they gave up Walking me, Dead when Rick... Carl getting killed off was a blessing. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. I do think it was a weird choice. 
considering yeah. that what well, the story they were adapting, it was yeah. an odd one. And you you know that Robert Kirkman wasn't really on board. Whatever he says, he was just like, that's that's odd. Um, but tell you what, they're they're looking at this character could have a spin-off. This character could be you know what will make me walk away from Walking Dead? If Olden. If Olden gets a spin-off series, I'll be like You've run out of ideas. You don't know what you're doing. You have no clue. No, nobody cares enough about Alden. Honestly, he's the one. There's six more episodes of season ten. If Alden survives them, <laughs> I might actually oh, be angry about them, it because nobody cares. Yeah, but that he's just flying under the. I think I was looking at season ten, going actually, you know what? The first half, Sadiq. It was basically a Sadiq storyline, and Sadiq was awesome. He, I will say, Sadiq's death was out of the blue for me. It was like, oh it, wow. It was good. And also, how they twisted Dalton, knowing that Dalton's actually still in the comics, he's Maggie's love interest, they completely turned that character. Yeah. And it all it all worked. The I think the first season, no, no, the first half of the season was better than the second half. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, I get that. But also, you look at it right now, Alden's a main character. He's been in the show since season eight. Mm. How many lines did he have? In this season, how what did oh, he not do? Much, not much because you've got to think, he was a love interest for um, he did. He did for a while, and she didn't do that much once Carl was gone, yeah, because she was with the quietest member of the car, <laughs> yeah. So it's then like, okay, we've killed Enid off now. You genuinely, all you would have older be is a bit whiny for a while, so let's just not use him. You know what? The bit, the Beatrice character who they killed off in the finale. They should have given that to Alden because at least he's an established character. Yeah. And it's just like, actually, I don't care about him, but that would have made sense. It would have been, oh, okay, a oh, main yeah, character. Fully agree. fully agree. It annoys me, Liam. It annoys me. Why is he still there? And if he gets promoted to the opening credits and then still not give That's him any line. Tobias walks away from the walking dead. It, might, it actually <laughs> might be. <laughs> That'll be the straw that breaks the camel's back. <laughs> Wow. Well, I've never really taken against a character. It's just, what are they doing? Like, no, but I do get it, because he feels pointless. He is pointless. He is pointless. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, can you hear the genuine <laughs> hatred that Tobias well, has? You, would you like me to just talk about something? I'm not going to go on a lot about it, but I'm quite happy about it. Okay. And it's something that I wait for you to watch something so I could talk about the fact that, listeners, if you watch Star Trek Discovery... Saru is captain now. It's official. <laughs> Burnham well, I assume take we it. probably Burnham have a chat said, about Discovery generally. She's just the first officer now. And, and I'm, I'm happy, I'm yeah. happy with that. Shall we, shall we move on and have a quick chat about Discovery then? Yeah. Because yeah. I will say, on that note, I don't think she'll be first officer for long. Because I, mean? like, I feel like her story is destined to, to walk away. She, she basically spent all of episode three going, I don't know if I like being back. Oh, no. I think she did that. Because they had to, you knew she was going to become. Oh right. yeah, I I don't think it's going to go anywhere because she's your lead character and it's yeah. a Star Trek series. True. And we we actually already have Picard, which isn't really about the starship. It's not yeah. really kind of anything there. So it's about Picard. I don't think she'll walk away from Discovery, and now they've made that decision to give the captaincy to Saru. Yeah. Which now, by the way. It's the first time in a Star Trek series that an alien has been the captain. Is that true? Wow. Yeah. I mean, in the movies, Spock became a captain, but then was immediately overshadowed because Kirk came back yeah. and demanded to be the commanding officer. <laughs> and it was God, that kind of... Throwing his hissy fits all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, so, so Saru being the captain is actually a first. Do you know what my favourite thing about Saru is? What? His walk. 
it's good. Oh, he has with done, his wavy hands. He love does it. tutorials. He's because love he it. created the character. There's pictures of him in Comic Con explaining because he's got to wear these stilt things to make him taller because he's on hooves, and he he literally has to get a position because he's such a physical actor. Yeah, it's it's like he kind of it's this flow with his arms. Like, I re- it's yes. hypnotic. Yes, it is good. I, and I do know, like the it. other thing I really like about Saru, the what? fact they got rid of those horrible ganglia. <laughs> Well, yeah. Like they used to. I, I get that it was a pivotal part of the character. His they, they activated when he, when he, there was when there was fear. I just didn't like the close ups we kept getting of them. It was well, odd. And I didn't enjoy it. Well, actually, I rewatched season one recently, and I forgot the scene in the mirror universe where they eat them. <laughs> where uh, Georgia was like, "How do you like it? You want some?" And I just just like take it on the fork. <laughs> um, that, we're what? I mean, three episodes in. Is that right? Three episodes in. I will I like say, it. I think it's. I'm really enjoying it. I enjoy Discovery anyway. I do think it's getting better each season. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to go for the rest of the season, but three episodes in, pretty good so far. Yeah. I actually um, think moving to the thirty second century was a good move. I think this season, if they're going to do a character death, I think Giorgio's time has come. No, she's got a spin off. But I hate her. She's got a spin off. But also. So, have they confirmed anything about it? Because she's already confirmed she's got a big history. Um, well, it's section 31, and there's... Right, so, rumours. Rumours. Let's, let's get into the rumours side she's of things. She's my olden. Mate, well, actually, the the latest review on trekmovie.com basically does a whole piece going, what is her purpose right now? Because if you need someone to punch, you've got Narn. If you want someone to be sarcastic, you've got uh, Reno. And it's kind of like, actually, she's not really necessary. And they kind of go, she's only being kept on because they like Michelle Yeoh. Do you know what? There's that. I reckon there'll be a single moment later on that will depend on her character. It'll be a big moment. Maybe. And maybe they won't kill her, but they'll write her out so she can go do her own series. Well, this is the thing. As far as we know, the Section 31 series will be set in the previous timeline, as in the previous time era. Yeah, because we think that's why Tyler didn't go with them, because we think Tyler's going to be Section Thirty One as well. Okay. But also, rumors are they, she's obviously got her eye on uh, Book. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, might she, be. It might be that. that actually Book goes back in time with her. Yeah, I think they might be building up their Section Thirty One. Do you know what I'm waiting for for the season? What a mud appearance! It was not going to happen now, is it? Well, if they can find a way going back in time. No, that, maybe no. he'll be the thing that s- sorts that out. What's what's been said is they're staying in this century. They, but they, I'm they're... saying if, if 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 we think that you like Giorgio might is going to find a way of disappearing oh, yeah, yeah, back, yeah. then maybe that'll be a, a catalyst. Maybe he'll appear somehow, and they'll be like, "How are you here?" Or maybe he stayed away on the ship you're, all along. You're being very hopeful. <laughs> I like the mud episodes. They're my, I, no, they're I did as my well. favorites, and I just um, I actually think we might. You know how all. Big series, how you normally have a silly episode. Like I know you haven't seen it, but like Supernatural has one episode per series where it's a bit abstract, like yeah. the, the Scooby Doo crossover. Well, X Files always used to. Do yeah, that. every big series does tend to do their specialist episode. They were kind of the outlet for this series. Yeah. Uh, a bit. So I do wonder what they'll do instead because like, it was a nice breather. Do you watch the shorts? Because I can't watch the shorts now because it's not in England. Um, I ha- obviously I, I watched the shorts from the last time. I haven't seen yes. it. Um. Because I think they're releasing them on DVD, I think. Oh, okay. I'm, I don't know if he's got one. I don't know if Mudder's got another one. 
like a shot. I can't I, remember. I understand it's it's not a realistic hope to actually see him not again. A realistic hope. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to save a little space in the back of my mind for him. From what I've heard, they're going to stick around in the 32nd century because the problem they were having was they were having to keep to canon. Yeah. <laughs> and now they can write their own canon. Do you know my only thing I have a slight issue with this season? And actually, it's not an issue because it makes perfect sense. And why wouldn't they? Yeah. Obviously, that Burnham crash landed in this new time. And the the big shocking revelation was that the Federation was done and gone. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the, the burn happened. Everything yeah. exploded. Everyone died. And I was like, actually, you know what? It's going to be really interesting to see this the discovery appear and then have to figure out a future without the Federation. And then by the end of the first episode, it was like... Oh no, the Federation is definitely still going to be around. Just not Do you know what I mean? Just not enough, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was almost like a a little bit of a kick because it's like, oh, okay. Actually, the thing that you teased me with and made me go, oh, this will actually be something really unique. I was hoping it was going to be more of a let's start our own Federation and reform the trust that has been lost. Oh, I think they are to a point. I mean, yeah, but they've still very much gone. It's gone, but actually, it's just spread out around because people are scared now. You know? Yeah. And also, uh, by destroying basically most of the dilithium, it means the old spore drive is proper back in session. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we need a yeah. reason to have this now. I am interested in what we've just seen in the third one. We've got the, the girl who's actually important. <laughs> now, well, okay. The, this is interesting for a couple of reasons. I don't know if you've been reading anything about her. I have not. But her name, the character's name is Adira. Yeah. And there's two major things about her. She's a human character, but she's got a, a trill symbiont in her. Yeah. Which is not meant to be, and it's going to be a problem. Uh, but also, she, as a human character, is non-binary. But already the first episode referred to her as she. Oh. Uh, and it's been questioned, if she's the non-binary character, why is it not they, them? And the actress has spoken out saying, when she got cast, it's all quite personal. Because she's only just come out herself. Right. And therefore, both her and the character are going to get used to the situation. Okay. So they're kind of a life imitating art, imitating, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, did so, you do yes. what I did? The, obviously, they introduced, like, the the people from Earth who kind of be instantly beamed aboard and started investigating the ship. Yes. Did you, like me, instantly hook onto her and go... You're going to be a regular now. I already knew she was. She's on the oh, post. No, see, I didn't. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't look at that stuff. But yeah. from, a, from a viewer point, and from a, we've said before, we, 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 we look for little things. Oh, it's I'd already gone. It's signposted her instantly. Yeah. I mean, even before Stamos and Tilly had gone, she's been, she's a genius. She's been doing her own special things on the ship. Even before that, I'd, I'd gone, visually, you look unique enough that you're not just a generic background character. That we're never going to see again. Yeah, I mean, I, it was I, I agree. It did sign poster instantly, but, but I, I already also knew. I, 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 I'm intrigued. Yeah, and obviously she's staying on the ship. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I do think it's they're doing this side plot as well with Detma, the the helm officer, where she's a bit out of it. Yeah. Uh, they're they're putting the seeds in for a few different things at the moment, which are obviously going to become important. Over the season. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're now going to have to be a bit more careful when they do decide to kill off a character. Yeah. Because they're on a, they're technically on their own now. Yeah. 
So if they kill a character, that's just now an act kind of a character down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but I like that. Um, I think that they're doing quite well to make, even though it is still all about Burnham, she's nicer. She's more fun now. I think they're kind of getting the temperament yeah. right for a lead character. Do you know what the best thing they did? Jumpy gear. Yeah. The fact that they've done the whole thing of she came in a year before the rest of Discovery, her character could grow and actually lose the rigid side of Burnham that I wasn't enjoying. The Vulcan side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they've gone. Let's forget that exists. I saw a whole bit saying that they liked the fact that she spent, even though it might turn into something, she spent a year with Book and they're not a couple. Yeah. 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 But there's clearly a bond. There is. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a bond that is destined not to go anywhere because I do think that he won't be. A, I think he's this season. I think oh, really? it's going to. Uh, well, not. I can't call it. But no. each season, the whoever gets the and credit. <laughs> this it is me and the credits thing. They only last one season because it was it was Lorca season one. It was Pike season two, and now it's Book. And it's that just like sense. I mean. He might. They might decide to oh, go. I still, I still hold out the hope that one day, one day we'll see a Lorca, another Lorca. And I well, will say that I know about the time travel thing. I do genuinely believe there will be a moment in this episode where someone will appear and they'll all go, how the hell are you here? To be honest, right, I agree because we do know that Giorgio has to, Giorgio has to go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but time travel has to come back into it somewhere. Also, Jason Isaacs wants to be prime Lorca. Oh. He, he wants to be. I both. mean, I've just seen him in some. I've just watched the Cure for Wellness. Oh which yeah, yeah. Has got him in it, and actually, he, he's he's interesting in it. Um, so I've I've seen him in a couple of things lately. But I've also seen, now you knew this about him before I did when you watched this. I I've watched a couple of interviews with him lately where he's basically discussed that, that he is always somehow a villain. He's just kind yeah. of got. Even though he's that's not the only thing he's ever done. No. He does seem to be the. I will come in as a either an outright villain or a twist villain. Thing is, he's British. I mean, yeah. British appearing in mostly American things. <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're pretty much doomed. So I wouldn't. It'd be interesting if he is our link. But I, yeah, I would put money on it that actually we will end up getting a "How are you here? This shouldn't be possible" moment. I can see that being the end of an episode thing. Yes. Uh, even though, I mean. Fans, like, you you just did your thing of you really want Harry Mudd. As much as that is unlikely. I, I mean, I think if they're going to do it, it would end. I could see it more likely being Lorca because it would be like a ha-ha-ha. Yeah. But I like uh, Mudd and it would be interesting. But there's fans who want Discovery to sync with Picard. And but the thing is, what, what people have said is, yet yeah, what you're not realising, because of the jump that they've done, they're actually about 400 years away from Picard. They're still way... <laughs> way in the future of even that current series yeah okay it's very difficult for it to sync with anything but as you said earlier they've done the clever thing because they've basically gone ha ha we can do what we want now yes which is actually it's a shame they never did it (laughs) yes they can build the no one can say that's not canon we're making it now you can't say you don't know anything now i I agree i mean to, to, to kind of to kind of round off the discovery stuff. Yeah. One thing I can definitely say is I am I am enjoying this season so far. Yes. I look forward to the next episode and I'm back at that oh it's oh, it's Friday. Yes. You know, it's kind of feeling now. So yeah. Um Tobias, should we do a segment? Oh, you know what? A seggy seggy segment. Or a segmenty segmenty segment. <laughs> Which one would you like? Oh, dealer's choice, please. I've got a hat near me. Shall we do that one? Let's do the hat one. Woo! Which got of a better course means character battle. <laughs> Oh, that one was lovely and clear. I like that one, cool. That's nice. Right, so we've got villains. 
we got villains. Villain. It's quite funny that so far we've had Pinhead and we've had Freddy Krueger. And yesterday was Halloween and I watched both of them. That is true, actually. <laughs> uh, right, so shuffly, shuffly, shuffly. Shuffly, shuffly, shuffly. Right. If, you, if you've never listened to an episode, by the way, we're about to pull two carrots out of a hat and we're going to decide who wins in a fight. Yep. And it, might be your, this might be your chance, first listen. Huh? There's a chance it'll be massively one-sided. It might be it might be a big old disappointment. Liam's character. Oh, I think you'll like this character. We, it never ends up being Liam's character. Yeah, we always just, works, but I think you'd want That is literally not the mechanics of the, how we decided it's to do not, the game. But I like to... I've got to deliver <laughs> some. Right, when we were together, you'd pick one out and I'd pick one out. Yeah, so they now it's just me picking them out. But I like the fact it's stuck, even though the mechanics do not agree with it. (laughs) Liam, air quotes, your character is the Joker. See, you like the Joker. Oh, yes, I like that. And he's going to be manically laughing at... The T-1000. Is that Arnie's? No, it's not. It's the liquid metal Robert Patrick version. Oh, sorry, Joker's dead. Oh, that was quick. Joker's Good discussion. Woo! Dead. <laughs> I, well, my first initial question was going to be which Joker we talked about because Joaquin Phoenix's Joker isn't surviving much because he's not like <laughs> he's not doing really apart from being sinister on TV and then joining a riot. He's really not actually doing that much in the big leagues yet. Yeah. True. So, like, I assume we go for like classic Joker, maybe like Heath Ledger style Joker, Pro- like oh, a proper Joker. I think it says a lot that I do immediately go for Heath Ledger's now. I do as well. Yeah. Because actually, when I've watched back some of the old cartoon or like Beyond or classic, the Joker, I don't like the overly big shouldered, pure white face, long nose. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's almost too businessmanny. Yeah. The Don Draper of Jokers, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've got the T-1000 who likes to dress as a police officer. And he can spear you in the eye with his finger. My closing argument <laughs> for this, yeah. of why the T-1000 will not lose this fight is, he only just got defeated by another Terminator. Yeah. And actually, I'll tell you what he'd do. He'd morph to look like Batman. Then the Joker would come to terrorise him and he'd just spear him in the eye. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, because yeah. the thing is, at the end of the day, the Joker is but a man. Twisted, warped and incredible as he is. Yeah. So, but, I mean, sadly, I just think... Yes, we've had wizards before being like, oh, magic defeats all. I can't see there being much of a fight. Not with these two, no. No, and you were so excited. I saw your little face like when you knew that you had the Joker and you killed him immediately. But it's just the problem is, Liquid Metal can disguise himself as anyone. He could literally choose anyone. He could be like, you know what, I'm going to look like Harley. Slit your throat. Yeah, um, anyone at all. <laughs> anyone. You know, he could dress up as the fat mayor and get kidnapped and then kill him. Anyone. Yeah. I mean, this is <laughs> we are putting this as a battlefield, so we presume that actually the Joker would know it's the Terminator. Yeah, which gives him a, a slight, like... I mean, he's got a machine gun yeah, thing. He has. But that's but not going to get very the far. The thing is, he doesn't need to breathe. Like, the Terminator doesn't need to breathe. No. So, like, ga- any gas pro- things go straight out the window. And genuinely, that's a lot of Joker's arsenal. Yeah. Like, laughing gas, squirting stuff like toxins. We're not going to see a grinning T-1000. That's not going to happen. Because that's the toxin that generally does that. Yeah. That's true. Um, but you know what? 
if I get to just for a second see the T1000 open a present and then get punched in the face by a giant fist, I'm in for this. <laughs> <laughs> but just fine. for a second. But you know what? We are saying that T1000 has won this character battle. Yeah, but I think the problem you've got is compared to someone who is basic human without any other like superhuman abilities, he is OTT. He's very overpowered compared to a human. That's true. That's why the basic human characters aren't the one that generally defeat them. It's, you know... Yeah, I agree. Oh, I like the Joker, but he did. He did. <laughs> he is uh, dead now. Yeah, obviously, we, we said about uh, Star Trek being back on. Yes. The other thing is we've got a bit of Star Wars back on as well now, don't we? The oh, Mandal- we have. The Mandalorian, also on Fridays. Oh, it's a good day. It's a good day. Uh, only one episode out so far. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> but liked the episode. Thought the episode with itself. Uh, Timothy Oliphant was quite good in it, actually. I wasn't expecting him. I did oh, that. See, I was. Take I... Off. Oh, you're grey now. But oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I was because I'd seen pretty much as soon as the last season finished, or well, the first season finished, yeah. um, there'd been, I saw an article saying that um, Timothy Oliphant had said he was really looking forward to, to appearing. Oh, I did, um, yeah, I did. And I, I read, I'm pretty sure even though he's done that thing where he's walked away from him at the end of it i'm pretty sure he's going to be back from a couple of well, actually the first series had the mandalorian meet a load of characters and then assemble them yeah and i reckon he'll be part of this season's assemble yeah i agree i mean uh, i'm pretty we're pre- i'm pretty much oh, let me try that again i'm pretty sure we're gonna see the like the female from the first season the big strong like gladiator she is definitely back she's yeah, yeah you know but uh I mean, I mean, I liked this first one. I found the crate dragon genuinely quite creepy. Was it you who mentioned Tremors, or did someone else mention Tremors? Not me who mentioned Tremors, but I instantly get that link. Someone, yeah, someone said, I think it may have been someone from our patron, uh, okay. who actually, yeah, who actually said about the Tremors vibe. And I hadn't picked up on that, but as soon as it was mentioned, I was like, yeah, yeah actually, very it. much I like Tremors. See it. Now, um, I had this habit of. We've mentioned that I have a Googling habit when I'm watching stuff anyway. Yeah. But I have a thing with anything that has an established universe. The yeah. moment they bring in a creature that isn't just like, oh, that's just a dog, but an alien version. Yeah. The moment they do that, I Google it and go, has this been in something before? Especially with something like Star Wars. I'm like, is this the first time this has ever appeared? Or yeah. is this been? Is this like an old-fashioned? Like, if every time they mention the, is it the, the Sarlog? That's not what it's called. I can't remember, but carry on. The thing that lives in the pit, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every time they mention it, I like to Google it to see what it used to look like if it looks like that now. I like to just see... I, I'm fascinated by the creature side of it. So they meant, tongue, the, blah, 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 the moment they mentioned the crate dragon, I was yeah. like, okay, I want to look at this. And it has been mentioned before, and you've seen skeletons of it before, but this is the first proper like visual of it. All right. And it's that annoying thing of, the moment they tell you that 90% of it is below the ground, you're like, we're not going to see this. But there was, for me, one of the coolest moments when it disappeared. They thought they might have blown it up, and then it came out the top of a mountain. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is genuinely really cool to watch. Because yeah. there was that moment, they, they were like, the whole plan was we need to blow its stomach up. So that's kind of its weak spot. But, and then it, but the moment it dove back under the ground and it went silent, as a watcher, you're like, oh no, you've messed this up, or it's not worked. So then you play the game of, right, where's it going to appear? Behind them is the logical answer. But when it's like, nope, it's in front of them on top of a mountain, <laughs> that is pretty cool. 
um yeah it was pretty cool it was a good episode very visual um obviously it had its little moments without actually really focusing on baby yoda well that was one review i read on it i think might have been as i was watching it which was probably bad (laughs) it wasn't a spoiler review It it basically said it was a great episode but it didn't in any way move the story along no but i think that's okay episode one it was a fun and i think it actually did because it did two things it introduced us to uh timothy oliphant's character yeah and also it has shown us boba fett liam's now like when was boba fett i can't remember the guy at the end oh right yes okay that makes sense because it's tamura morrison who played all of the clones ah right okay therefore Django fett but therefore we know that boba fett would grow up to look like him <laughs> ah, okay, yes, that makes sense. And considering the armor that Timothy Oliphant's character was wearing was Boba Fett's. Oh, was it? Yes. It, it did look uh, familiar. Yes, yeah, Boba Fett's. Uh, uh, but then we see on that mountain that guy, and it's like, that's Tamara Morrison, therefore that's Boba Fett. He's like, give me my armor back, fool. That's <laughs> not what he said. He's also not, not he's played not, by, he's also not played by not, Mr. T. <laughs> he's not B.A. Brackus. <laughs> but no, I mean, I genuinely really did. I think despite it not like massively moving the plot open along and it didn't have a lot of uh, the child in it but that's fine because actually season one was very child heavy because of introducing it i don't mind that i really liked it and i think as an opening for the series it worked really well there's two characters that i want to see i mean you've mentioned um the the female which i'm gonna say is cara dune i think that's right yeah right so you mentioned her she's not one that i want to see i want to see moff gideon again Oh, uh, um, yeah, Esposito. Yeah, but also Ahsoka. Ahsoka from Clone Wars is going to be in it. Oh, right, okay. Is that confirmed uh, now, is it? Played by Rosario Dawson, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So it will probably not be until episode eight. Oh, but... it'll be the lead-in for the next series. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, oh, no! <laughs> um, one thing I saw online, a lot of people said about this episode, is it was very, like, um, fan servicey in a good it way. Was. Though. It was. It was. You had you had your um, sand people, which I really like. Actually, I think they're quite interesting. Yeah. And also, I like the fact they gave them more than just these savages. Yeah, it, it was like you know what we've kind of been painted and led to just believe these are pure savages, kill, kill, kill. But actually, it showed the civilization side of them. Going, you know what they are? They are hating this crate dragon as well, and they know that it's beneficial to them to team up, but they just want to keep the body. Because yeah. there's clear that we, as we know now, there's a gem inside it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but no, I, 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 re- <laughs> I really like the episode. Actually, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, good opener. I mean, I had issues with the first series. I thought it was well done, but I did get a little bit bored. It was a weirdly paced series. Yeah, it would I'm go hoping, from so fast to nothing. I'm hoping that they fix that this time because I did enjoy the first episode. Yeah, it has made me excited for the next one but i hope that there's something yeah you know so it's just like yeah that's fair but yes so star trek and star wars on the same day on fridays is like oh that's pretty cool isn't it it's bias yeah do you know that we've got a patron now no tell me about it we have we have an exclusive patron (laughs) where from a very very low fee of one pound 20 a month you can get exclusive access to our manic discord server I love exclusive content well, you'll, on the Discord you'll be server. able to get involved in conversations with me and Tobias as well as other patrons. You'll get to vote on exclusive polls, which I will tell you nothing about here. No. Um, 
as well as lots of other quite interesting things and like different tiers get different things so like our middle tier you get to experience uh manic watch along which is basically where me and tobias watch a cool film and record it so you could sit and watch it along with us really and almost pretend you're in the room with us (laughs) and top tier has some exciting stuff which i'm not going to talk about no but someone's going to be finding out all about it. Hey. We've got a top-tier patron, haven't we, Liam? We would like to welcome David McEverly, or maybe McEverly, to the Manic Patron family. Woo! Now, if you're not David or one of our other patrons, you're gonna you're not going to hear a lot of stuff in a minute. Because we're going to do a exclusive content moment. Ooh. It's not going to go silent or anything. We'll oh, no. You're just going to you, miss us. As I've noticed from my editing, it will basically go... Three, two, one. Ah, that was good, wasn't it? Because yeah. <laughs> I, I keep thinking, I should put some music in there. So we're going to go into a exclusive Patreon-only segment. How does that sound to buy? Yes. Quite sexy. Oh, it does sound so sexy. So sexy, in fact, you have to pay to access it. <laughs> I know, right? This is one step away from an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Only one. <laughs> Only one. In three, two, one. Let's get exclusive. God, wasn't that good? Liam, I cannot yeah. believe the Badger's got a hoverboard now. You know what? That Badger, where did he get the funding from? I don't know, but he's my favourite bit of this podcast. He is. One day, <laughs> one day people will pay for that and they'll hear his name. He's like the doctor. One day his name will be uttered. <laughs> but only if you pay. Only, only if you pay. pay. That's how the doctor works. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go from patron exclusive content to content that anyone can listen to. But if you yeah. want to be separated from all the norms to the the elite level of, of manic patron, you yeah. can click on the link tree link in our description to access our patron. Oh, fun times. What are we going to talk about now? Right, well, I have written several words down, because that's how writing works. Um, (laughs) I've written, I don't know if this is a rumour, but I've seen that Oscar Isaac is in discussion for the Moon Knight series. Yes, I've seen that, but my unfortunate thing is, I don't know a whole lot about Moon Knight. I don't either, except for I'm sure Daniel Radcliffe was also mentioned at one point in the past for it. So I would much prefer Oscar Isaac to Radcliffe. But then I'm also thinking, Oscar Isaac, I quite like him. And I'm sure there are better characters I could think of him as. As in, I'm sure it, he, there are more he could probably go for. Um, I found out that, obviously, we know that Blade is coming to the MCU. Yes. Uh, played by Mayshala. Mayshala. However you're meant to say his name, I'm not quite yep. sure. But that was meant to be a Disney Plus series until he signed on. He signed up and they went, oh, this needs to be a movie now. Oh, really? Yeah. Why aren't they doing that with Oscar Isaac? Uh, it's <laughs> true. It's a big actor. It's a big name. It's a big yeah. Um, obviously, there's repetitive things that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in the MCU now. That is true. Also... Also, if you are lucky enough to be a member of the Patreon account, we have a news feed on there. And one of the posts that you've entered in there lately is that um, Hugh Jackman is currently in talks. Would that be the right phrase? With Marvel to play a character. Yeah, they've made him an offer. I instantly commented going, surely that has to be for Wolverine. Surely. You would, right. If they're bringing the X-Men across. Yes. 
somehow. It would be silly to have him as a random character. You said that. If you go back to the very first episode of season two, when we were casting the X-Men. Yeah. And I jokingly put Hugh Jackman as Professor X. I'm just saying. Oh, wow, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? Well, can you imagine how far much from Deadpool we'll have with that? I know. <laughs> no, I've seen something else. Apparently, they're, now, this might be a bit vague, but they're casting for a mentor or guide for Doctor Strange when he enters the multiverse. Oh, right. Okay. Could could Hugh Jackman be like this guide or something? I don't know. I also saw a title of a article today, which I didn't click on because it was one that I thought is going to be one of those articles where it's all in the title and there's actually no content to it. It's all a load of like rubbish, really. But the the the, the title was basically um, a big Papa Kev, Kevin Feige, um, has said he doesn't know if Deadpool has a proper place within the universe, if it'll actually fit. Okay. Which I thought was quite an interesting point because obviously we've we have said before because of his style and the breaking the fourth wall, it could ruin a lot of stuff. Yes, but it's also interesting considering the the recent rumours that Ryan Reynolds has been offered the most money that anyone's ever been offered. That's just because of his Canadian charm. <laughs> I don't think that is. <laughs> <clears throat> That's the Canadian um, charm bonus that you get. I've seen also rumours of villains who were going to appear in Deadpool stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen two villains come up who Deadpool's going to have to fight at some point. Ooh. And they're quite interesting villains, because we know both of them. Uh-huh. One's already been in the MCU and one hasn't yet. Right. One that hasn't is Doctor Doom, who is typically known for Fantastic Four. Okay, yeah. The other one is Thanos. Thanos? I know. Old Purple Head? Yeah, that's not oh, really sorry, what people call him. A- more accurate, Mr. Purple Headless. One version of him. Yeah, <laughs> one version of him got that. Or generally, Mr. Purple ends up dead. He does die a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, he's he's the new um, Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That is interesting. Much. That is interesting, though. Um, I kind of... I mean, there's so many rumours about everything at the moment. Honestly, the moment you start looking at any of the news pages, it's filtering through it. I mean, I'm still very confused at how Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has finished filming and we only know two members of the cast. (laughs) That is pretty crazy, isn't it? But also, that's impressive. That's a feat. Yes, it is. But now I'm like, well, we know that everyone who's going to be involved in it has been involved. I mean, to compare it, Spider-Man 3 has been filming for days and it is yeah. everywhere yeah it's uh, it's oh zendaya has been on a plane and i know that because i've seen that article headline seven or eight times every like <laughs> few pages i'm on well that's the thing i mean everyone's looking at spider-man 3 because it nearly didn't happen not for the mcu yeah that's true you know? so it's a quite a big one itself i've also seen a snapshot of um tom holland in a homemade um spider-man costume for the film again are they never going to stray away from the homemade one? <laughs> I think it's because the init- I imagine it's going to be because of the ending of the last one. Yeah, like yeah. him, I think it's going to be slightly more low key. Well, I've seen with. that they've been looking for extras, and the word is that it's going to be anti Spider Man. Oh, where do they Where do they want the extras? Probably in America. They're filming. <laughs> in, they're filming in Atlanta. So I, oh, think we're I don't have there. a passport or anything. Oh, are we going into a lockdown? Yeah. Both of those things. Both oh, which one's more annoying? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not going to be in Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I mean, they approached me for Spider-Man, and I was like, I just don't think I fit the role. (laughs) Isn't it weird, though? We know more about the casting of Spider-Man, which is just about to start filming, than Shang-Chi, which is finished. Yeah, that that is genuinely quite impressive to keep it all under wraps. Though, also, I kind of... I feel like Eternals are going to be overlooked at this rate. Because Eternals wrapped ages ago. It feels a little bit like Eternals might be... The MCU version of New Mutants. I know that is MCU, but it wasn't originally. It, as in, to the point oh, no, it's it not, might it's just not. be. It might just be over. As in, it's X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like it might kind of be, be that one where it's done and people just kind of ignore it for a while. Well, obviously, it should have been out this month, mm. uh, but then because of everything, it got shifted, and it just keeps getting shifted. It's yeah. the one that keeps getting moved around. Um, I mean, it'll come out next year. It'll be out before Spider-Man. Yeah, true. But after, this is, I'm going to keep coming back to it, after Shang-Chi. <laughs> Shang-Chi will be coming out in July. And we don't yeah. know who the cast is for it. <laughs> I'm very confused. How crazy is that? Very though? confused by that. Um, <clears throat> what I was going to say. What was I going to say? Oh, uh, Christian Bale has now turned up. Because apparently he's now ready to film the Thor film. Oh, yeah, have we had him confirmed who he's playing yet? He is. Oh, I can't remember the the like the main character's name, but he's like Minotaur. Oh, okay, he's okay. A Minotaur character. That'll be interesting. That will be interesting. I bet he'll growl. I bet he'll growl. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be also the other thing which will be interesting is depending on how much uh, paper time. No, that's not how to say that. <laughs> no, that's not how I meant. Article news, column inches, column inches. That's the all right. The the making of the Thor film is because the Guardians are meant to be in it as well. True. Oh wow. Means we should be getting some Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth loving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things are going into filming now, so. Yeah, things, ironically, even though we're about to shut down again, yeah. things are starting to, in that world, they're kind of finding ways to do stuff. Yeah. And I, I've seen a couple of interviews where they actually go into detail about how strict it is on sets at the moment with the amount oh, of precautions yeah, that we, have to take. Yeah, so that is interesting to hear how it's all working. Yeah, but obviously anything Marvel, I'm excited about. Oh, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah. With, I mean, I know other things are going on. But Marvel, people, Marvel. <laughs> Marvel, people, Marvel. Now, Tobias, before yes, we move on to our yeah. last segment, yeah, I thought now would be a nice moment to inaugurate somebody into the Manic Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Now, the Manic Hall of Fame, listeners, is something we don't do very often. It's, it is held aside for icons of geekdom. People who have earned their place in the world and the hearts of fans who would consider them geeks. Whether that's through one one series of films or multiple or just generally throughout their name. Now, sadly, at the age of 90 years old, Sean Connery has passed away. Um, I will be honest, I don't know if what it's how he's died. I don't know if it was COVID related. I don't know. I don't I, think I, it I was actually, COVID. I actually that wasn't in the headline. So no, I'm I actually not. haven't looked into it, but it doesn't matter for this, how he's passed away. The point is, it is a massive loss because... He is James Bond for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, 
we mentioned him in one of our films series lately because um, he's also in one of my favorite films, The League of Gentlemen, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, yes, yeah, I thought of that when we were talking about. Yeah. It. Um, so yes, uh, Sean Connery has passed away, and we think it is with almost without saying that a place is there for him in the Manic Hall of Fame. He's definitely earned his place. Yes. And actually, I think his name has been brought up a couple of times for castings, even if we didn't go with him. He, I know he's been. we have mentioned him when we've done our casting conversations. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a big name. So. Well, the thing was, well, is, he is a big name with a lot of films under the belt. And the only thing that kind of pushes him aside is the accent for a lot of them, the, yeah. for, our, for our, when it comes to casting for us. But even with that in mind, he is an, an icon in himself yeah. and is well deserving of a place within the manic hall of fame what's your favorite sean connery film um possibly entrapment oh i haven't seen entrapment which is him and Catherine zeta jones yeah i mean mine is league of extraordinary gentlemen i just love the film but i've seen a couple of films that he's in that i like i mean i do like his bond um i like him as uh, indiana jones's father yes yes is he um, also, Nicholas Cage's dad in National Treasure. Am I making that up? I think you're making that up. Hmm, I wonder who that is. Well, he's not in National Treasure, I don't think. Is he not? I don't think so. I wonder who plays his dad. I'll have to Google that later. I'll, I'll Google that now. <laughs> yeah, Google it now. Because if, if it happens to be him, I just wonder why I've slotted him into that place. Uh, oh, I tell you what. He's in The Rock with Nicholas Cage. No, John Voight. John Voight's... Oh, I, don't, I in... genuinely don't know why he jumped to mind. Apparently, Ty Burrell is in uh, National Treasure too. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, as I said, it's 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 a well deserved placing because he is in himself an absolute legend. Um, just just playing Bond alone almost almost gets you access to this Hall of Fame for some of his level. Um, well, he was the first Bond, the first movie. He, yeah, he was the, the actor that brought Bond to the big screen. Yes. And for for that that alone, that's an achievement, and he definitely earns his place. We're going to move on to our final segment. Oh, it's I believe segment. It's both of our favourite segment. It's definitely mine. I look forward to it. it Every is. episode. I could just do this for entire episodes. I love... <laughs> and, uh, you know, but maybe I... we will one day. We'll do a side one of another random one. Another I class. like it. I like it. Right, I'll announce it, shall I? Casting couch. I can see the distrust in your eyes. I was no, happy no, sitting you. back and allowing. <laughs> right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in season three of the Manic Podcast, we are recasting the Lord of the Rings. Right? Uh, and because we've just had Halloween, I went for a bit more of a gruesome character this particular episode. Uh, and we are recasting... Grima Wormtongue, originally played by Brad Dourif. Yeah. Yeah, I genuinely a surprise when you suggested him to me, because I, I, that's not one I'd even considered. Uh, he was actually, when I knew that we'd be doing more than just the Fellowship of the Ring, I knew he immediately, because I've only actually got two Lord of the Ring figures. One is Legolas, and one is Wormtongue. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So, um, so yeah. Any ideas? I mean, how many have you got? I have, right. I will say, I outright have two. And um, <clears throat> Sorry. Basically, I didn't do it on the last episode, but what I have been doing is trying to find one of the book descriptions of the character. So right. we've got more than the film to go by. Now, this one is a little bit more vague, but there is actually a description. Tolkien himself 
describes him as a wizened figure of a man with a pale, wise face and heavy lidded eyes, a long, pale tongue. Grima was widely disliked in uh, Adoras. Adoras. Ex- okay. every, by everyone except Theoden, who called him one tongue. Um, not much to go on, but gives you the basic kind of like wizened face, the paleness, and the heavy eyes. Yeah. Um, now the thing that I, the thing that led my casting actually, because when I when you first put the character across, I had someone in mind, and yeah. then I went actually, I genuinely don't know how old this character is meant to be. At the time of the character's death, he would have been thirty odd. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, one of mine does not fit with that at all. And I will say, I've got... So, with that in mind, because my first choice... Actually, when I first came up with the idea of who I was going to put forward for this, I was thinking a lot older than that. Well, Brad Dourif is a lot older than that. Yeah. So, so The actually, version we've seen is older. So, the way I've gone with this is I've actually gone for one and one. I've gone for one older, one younger. My I initial know. older, I had to cut out because they were already in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I see. That's the problem. That's um, the problem. And I'll, I'll I'll mention it later as like an honourable mention, yeah. but and then you can tell me who they played because I googled if they were in it and they were, and that's why I, I gave up looking at that person anymore. <laughs> okay. um, right, so I'm going to go for my younger person first. Okay. And I'm going to pronounce this wrong. <laughs> Good. Um, I'm going to pronounce how I think it's pronounced, and then you'll correct me if you know it, and if not, maybe we'll probably not. just maybe not. It. So I think it's Iwan Rion, who basically was Ramsey Bolton. Oh, you and Ron. Is it Ewan? It's the fact it's spelled with an I confuses me. I think he's Welsh. I think that's the only reason. He is. It, and that, just telling me they're Welsh makes me even more confused. It's, I think it's Ewan. Uh, that's fine. Because actually, that's what I thought his name was. But then I saw it spelled with an I and all my thoughts went out the window. So well, yeah, Ewan Other Rowan people with an I, it's Ewan. So. Oh, okay. is that? Okay. Ewan that Rowan makes my, sense. That makes my first sense. choice. Because I went for the, for the kind of creepyish look. And actually, I didn't think of him as Ramsey Bolton, first of all. I thought of, him, thought of Simon from Misfits. That makes sense. But actually, the fact that he plays Ramsey Bolton... Showed the evil side of it that I thought he could play it. Yeah, actually. But I'm when surprised I, I cast, didn't think of it. When I did initially cast it, and obviously I won't tell you my next choice yet, yeah. it was the older that my mind went for first. My, but then, I, but then once I found out that actually the character was 30-ish, I then scaled it down age-wise to have another option. But this is my main choice of Ewan Rowan, because I actually do think he's a really good actor. And we've seen that he could do evil. And actually, he doesn't need to be as evil in this as he was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. He, he does no genital cutting, which I think is good. Well, I think we can all appreciate that. <laughs> we can. Uh, let's have a moment for that. <laughs> so who's right. your first choice? I'm going to go for the older one first. Okay. Um, Gosh, I hope it's not the same one as mine. <laughs> it, it could be. But honestly, that's why I'm going for it. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I, I've put this person up before. Right. other things um and whether i mean he's very different visually okay but i i'm gonna go with toby jones oh okay not not who i've guessed okay so, cool. uh because i i could see him as this kind of slimy sort of yeah uh, actually it's very game of thronesy just kind of whispering in the ear of your main king sort of yeah you know. no, I, I perfectly get that yeah, and obviously he's always my top choice to play uh, Penguin. But, yeah. uh, you know, failing that. <laughs> now, that makes sense, actually. I can see that. Now, my second option. Yeah. I have Googled if this person is in Lord of the Rings already. Yeah. And I came out of my Googling confused. Because actually it said yes. But the article then described characters from Game of Thrones. 
You tell me who it is, Five and I'll men. tell you if they're in Lord of right, the Rings. The actor is David Bradley, who plays Filch or Walder Frey from from Game of Thrones. Also played the new version of William Hartnell's Doctor. Yes, and I see. I know who he now, is. I googled it because I thought he's the kind of actor who could have been in it. It said yes. The top article was about a character he played in it, but they were talking about Walder Frey from Game of Thrones, and I'm like, that's not Lord of the Rings. No, so I came out of my googling none the wiser. But you see, I'm going to do the thing that I feel you should have done. Oh, look at IMDb. Yeah, yeah, I considered it, but then I thought, no, no, <laughs> you what? considered it, but no. I think, um, I, then got, I think I then got distracted. Because actually, I can tell you what it was. I was going to. Then I came up with a, another person who then turned out to actually have been in it. And then I forgot to do it for David. I went back to David Bradley. Okay, hang on. I'm getting... Through. It wouldn't surprise me if he has been, to be honest. Because no, he he's that kind of... of actor that you would expect. But from at this moment in time... Hmm. No, he is not in the... Okay. Order. So, yeah, David Bradley has, was actually the first person I thought of when you suggest his character before I knew ages, because okay. I, was, I was trying to think that classic thing of this kind of side look that, um, uh, when does, you know, through the long hair and like Filch and Walder Frey, they all have that kind of long hair, a bit creepy, greasy looking character to them. Yeah. And I could see he is significantly older than the character would have been. Oh yeah. But I think it would have still worked. Yeah. As you can see, cause the whole point is he's been corrupted. Doesn't I it? mean, for, yeah, but the thing is, for me, I don't see David Bradley as slimy. He's gruff. He's quite angry. He's quite got a deep voice, actually, hasn't he? If my, the reason I thought of him as slimy is, if you think of his character in Game of Thrones, yeah, is disgusting. Oh, he's horrible, but still quite. Actually, like, I thought slimy because he sleeps with his daughters. That's and a different. That's a different kind of I generally find <laughs> when he plays a character that's not a good guy. I do get a kind of, for me. I get this kind of slimy well, feel from him. But I get what you're saying. What I can say, uh, unlike season two where we were doing the X Men and almost every week I was getting the choices. Yeah. This season, people are going with your choices a lot of the time. I honestly can't say I've seen any of the results. Put it this way. Uh, Donald Sutherland as Gandalf was my choice, and that yeah. was the last time I got my choice. Oh, really? The rest have all been you. Oh, okay. So you people are siding with you in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, now my last choice is, I think, wrong, but I still I'm going to stand by it just because. Yeah. But it's interesting that you went with someone from Misfits, and I've gone with someone from Misfits. I've gone with Joseph Gilgan, who I think... Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think he could be quite slimy. Yeah. Uh, he's quite gangly. I mean, he's quite tall and thin. We're talking about Rudy, right? Yes, we are talking about Rudy. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean, I've seen him in other things. I mean, he's I watch him in as well. as. Yes. Um, and again, he actually tends to be quite gung-ho himself, but he's got a kind of a Weasley side to him as well. I could see that. Uh, oh, so yeah, I think that's a good good choice. For my younger choice, I'm going to go with Joseph Gilgan. I think it's interesting that we both decided to go with one younger, one older. Yeah, and I didn't know about the age. I didn't know he was meant to be about thirty. Yeah, he died in his. What I said, the character died in his um, like third thing. It said it's his third decade. It's the, the way they'd have said it in the in it. They wouldn't have gone your thirty in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> it was like he, he died in his, his third decade cycle. Uh, but so, yeah, 
I think it is interesting the ages we've gone for. Yeah, I think we've kind of had our eyes on the same Almost idea. covering the bases. Yeah. So what we've ended up with is our older options are Toby Jones and David Bradley, and our younger options are Joseph Gilgan and Ewan Arun. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can see all of them. I think they're obviously they can't all play the role. They're all very different. They're all very. They are different. all very different characters and yeah. character actors who do their roles differently. But you look at like oh, they all have the ability to play nice and bad as well. I've literally just thought of someone else who I should have put in. Well, go and give me an honorary mention then, because I'll tell you mine afterwards. Who's definitely already been in it? Robert Carlyle. <laughs> Didn't even think of him, but yeah, that would have been well good. Yeah, in fact, Brad Dourif played his dad in Once Upon a Time, so it'd be actually quite fitting oh, for. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right, my honorary mention is someone I have brought to the table for a casting before in season two, and it was John Noble, who oh yeah, plays no, he's, Bolton he's in it from yeah. And the thing is, when I said it, I actually was like, I think you've been in this. That's why I checked. Is he Boromir's dad? I, I honestly don't know. He's I either honestly... Boromir's dad. Is or he not? Is Carl he Urban's not, dad? Not the king who Wormtongue is whispering in the ear of. Well, I thought it was, but then you mentioned Theoden, and I Theoden's someone else. So Theoden is Bernard Hill. Yeah, he his chief advisor to Theoden. Right, is Theoden Aragon's dad? I'm confused. Lord of the Rings really confuses me. Yes, he must be because Return of the King. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So yeah, Aragon's dad. I might have to rewatch all Lord of the Rings just for this one block. But anyway, so yeah, those are our four options. Uh, and when this episode comes out, there will be a poll. And you, lovely people, can vote and decide who of our choices you think should play Grima Wormtongue. Thus concluding... Casting Couch! Casting Couch! Casting all the couches! All those castings are being couched. <laughs> Now, listeners, what you wouldn't have heard is a good, like, five-minute silence there where we tried to Google stuff. <laughs> yeah, but that hopefully will have been edited out. <laughs> but I put that comment in there. Just in <laughs> now, before we start closing off, is there anything else you would like to mention? Um, there's a new series starting of Dark Materials. Uh, season two, I did see that. I haven't seen the first yeah. one, though. Oh, you should do that. Was it good? I was told it wasn't. Better than the film. That's a low bar. But it, it jumps it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was told it wasn't worth watching. I was told it was. But then I've seen it's got quite a lot of act, uh, act, good actors in it. Got a lot of names in it, yeah. It's mm. got your, your favourite Hamilton, Hamilton guy. Yeah, Miranda. Yeah, it's got him. It's got James McAvoy. I feel like got... you're very thankful that I said his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, uh, but you know what? I might give it a watch because I, I it wasn't a conscious decision to miss it. I just saw lots of people say negative stuff and was like, "It's another series that people don't like." That I, I I'm going to try and watch. Oh well, yeah, but it's not about what other people like. That is true. That is true. I'm I going... will probably give it a watch. Is it BBC? I... Yeah. Oh, I don't know because I think it might have adverts. Oh no, I don't think it does have adverts. I don't know. So I'm pretty I, can't, sure it's BBC. I can't remember where I saw it advertised. To be honest, that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay. I think who's Dark Materials? That is Amber Spyglass in that lot, isn't it? Golden Compass. Yes. Yeah. Because the only okay. film they made was Golden Compass, and it wasn't very. And, good. Uh, that's a bad thing when you make the first of a three three books thing, and then everyone hates it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. 
Liam, I'm trying to think. About? Anything else new? Because well, you keep saying that we should find a new series to watch together. It's true. That is true. I don't know. I need to watch Bly Manor. Yep. I finished it. Not. Really liked it. Yeah. Now, uh, I've said that Tim Burton has said he is looking at making a live-action TV series of The Adams Family. Okay. And I actually... I'm quite interested because I like The Adams Family. And I think it'd be interesting to see a Tim Burton take on it. Um, I've just recently seen that Clive Barker, who created Hellraiser, has just come on board the Hellraiser TV series. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm like... A TV series? A TV series. That feels like an odd choice. Yeah. But I think it might be... You know the thing that's got the Snyder Cut? Yeah. Is, what is that? What is HBO Max or something? I can't, that I can't sounds remember. about right. I think it might be that. I think I they're going for it big that, extremes. Who was it? A different director that isn't um, uh, Snyder is bringing a longer version of the Snyder Cut to the um, uh, the HBO demand service of another country, like Australia or New Zealand. How does that Thinking, work? I don't know. I thought that, but they're bringing you have a longer version of it. How can you have a longer version than the Snyder Cut? That is the longer version. So why does that extra version of an unnecessary edit exist? I don't know. <laughs> Mind you, I tell you what, watch out now. Now that the Snyder Cut's happened, so many other films now maybe get cut. That's the thing. It's the same as the whole James Dean hologram. It opens the door to so many things. David Ayer. I don't know how to say his name, who made uh, Suicide Squad, the one that yeah. exists already. Uh, he has said, because now there's now a motion to get a higher cut of that, because he says that the studio, without his permission, ripped out 40 minutes of footage. Oh, wow. You see, uh, and rearranged it. He basically said his film had been torn apart. That's not good. No. Um, a lot of uh, outspoken directors happening at the moment. I'm like, you you, you you want future work, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is yeah. true. Um, but yeah, so that's that's interesting. Anything else that you can think of? I have nothing else noted. No. So obviously, it's we are now in November. Yeah, dude. The next time we do one of these little topical, little topical uh, episodes, it'll be December, I think. That is true. Yeah. That is very true. That's scary times. Because time. the next episode we've got of this is a special. It is a special. A special. We have a special with a special guest. Yeah, we do. A special mm. guest. Yeah. But apart from that, I think we can start winding down. Oh, I love a wind down. So, if you want to get hold of the Manic Podcast and find out what we're up to, keeping up to date, if you don't want to be paying for the Patreon, which we definitely think you should be doing. Yeah. But if you take the stance that you don't want to do that, but you want to keep up with what we're doing, our Twitter account is the place to be. And it is at the Manic with two ends. Very, Very important. important. And that is just the best way to keep up to date with what we're up to. If there's any news updates, any like issues with uh, publishing the podcast, if there's anything you need to know... That's probably the place we're going to put it after putting it in the Patreon. Yes, that's it. It goes to the Discord first. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's easier to do. If you want something more visually stimulating, you can check out the Manic TikTok or our Instagram. Yeah, I have nothing to do with the Instagram, though. Tobias, yeah. we don't downsell ourselves anymore, it's yeah. time to say goodbye. Bye, people. Bye. You got really close to the mic there, and I was expecting so much more than that. <laughs>
Goodbye, you lovely people, you. Goodbye, everybody. Stay safe, and most importantly, stay manic. <laughs>